Uh, Trent Cooper's doing his due diligence as a coach right now, Wayne. He's trying to find a win. It's been a tough start to the year for the Fremantle Dockers AFL women's team, but there's always next week in footy. It's the saying we often have, and I'm sure that's what Trent Cooper has adopted this week with the Dockers. He joins us now on the show. Good morning, Trent. Good morning, boys. It's been a, a very challenging start to the year. You've had injuries, you've had unavailability, and the weekend would have been particularly challenging, I can imagine, for you, Trent. So what's the week been like? Uh, it's good that it's a six-day break because we just want to get back on the horse and get into it. So we actually played really well in the first quarter on the weekend. Uh, led the inside 50 count eight to one in really tough conditions. Uh, but then after that, we lost the midfield ascendancy and uh, it didn't really look like threatening from that point on. So, yeah, obviously a lot to work on, but we'll just work on a few of the basics to, to start with to turn things around. And uh, if we do that, uh, yeah, we think we can be competitive against the Bulldogs this week. How tough were the conditions, Trent? Because there was uh, a little bit of rain and there was certainly a, a pretty strong breeze as well at different times on Saturday. How tough were the conditions? Yeah, it was a strong breeze across the ground, which made scoring difficult sort of at both ends and for both teams. Um, and there was, was some rain. Um, it wasn't... We've played in worse conditions, though, so that wasn't an excuse for our, for our scoreline at all. Uh, we won't shy away from that. So, uh, like I said, yeah, plenty to improve on, and we're looking forward to, to doing that pretty quickly. Yeah, it doesn't matter what how you look at it, it. It's really not acceptable, is it, for what... And I would imagine you've sort of made that very, very clear. So how do you handle it this week? Do you, do, what you sort of have your review, what what comments are made, and, and you just move on? Is that, is that how it works? Yeah, yeah, we have the review, we, we move on, but we have to take learnings from it. And the most, for the most group, the effort was there. We laid 85 tackles. Our pressure were the number one pressure team in the comp on the weekend. So it's sometimes when you get belted, you can look to a lack of effort. And that definitely was the case. It wasn't the case. So we have to look at, uh, at our method. Um, and there's a couple of things that we can think we can fix. I wouldn't say easily, but just minor fixes we've worked on the training with our balance around the contest. And if we can do that, we think they can change uh, the complexion of the games and how we're playing and, and get the game on our terms. Uh, Trent, I think we acknowledge the injuries that you've had, uh, particularly to, to key players in the, the pre-season and even that nasty collision in round one as, as well. Uh, how are you set on the injury front to have players return? Or are some of these injuries just longer term? You're just going to have to bide your time. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Most of the injuries are longer term. Um, and what's been tough is we lost two before halftime against Brisbane, then we lost Gabby O'Sullivan before halftime on the weekend. Uh, and she'll be out as well this week, uh, but that's only a short-term injury. So it, it makes it difficult, but the point we've made to the players on Monday night is that uh, the, the team that we put out in the park on the weekend um, was, was definitely good enough to... Well, not just be competitive, but I think to win that game. So, but we're really disappointed in the, in the you know, that, that we didn't get that done uh, with the team out there. We still get to run out with 21 players. We don't get to play with less, even though we've got injuries. So, there's no excuses on that front. So, we just want to make sure the 21 get out there, uh, get, play their roles, and if they do that, we can uh, yeah, turn our season around. Been a really good rivalry with the Western Bulldogs. They were the, the very first team that Fremantle played in the inaugural season of the AFL Women's, and it's safe to say there's been some really good battles with them over the journey. Uh, I guess you're hoping in a big week for the club, for the men and for the women, uh, that uh, you can have a win on Friday night to start the round. Yeah, we've had a couple of cracking games against them recently. We had uh, the, the first lockout COVID game ever we played in at Western Oval. We were down three goals and come from behind to win that. Last year we 
sort of got out of jail really late uh, in that, and they're absolutely flying. They're, they're two and nil at the moment, so uh, yeah, they're flying. So we're looking forward to that rivalry, and hopefully a little bit of what the boys did on on Saturday night can rub off. Uh, Trent, away from uh, your day-to-day operations there at Fremantle, a great honour for you on Monday night at the Perth Football League Awards. Uh, you were inducted into the Perth Football League Hall of Champions for your contribution to Curtin Uni Wesley, which is one of the great amateur clubs here in Western Australia. What did that honour mean to you? Yeah, no, it did. It meant a lot. It, it sort of came at a time when I was really focused on the on the, the Frio side of things um, and probably didn't take it in until the actual night. So no, it was a really big honour and it, it, there's not many people in that, that hall and... Um, so to be recognised by the amateur competition was, uh, yeah, no, a big thrill and it was a really good night. Now, you played for 28 years, I think it was, but you did 12 years of coaching there. Was that sort of the, the first of your, your coaching exploits? Uh, I, yeah, I had coached at school at Wesley College, um, but yeah, I come down sort of, I would have been 25, 26, played one year as a player and then took over as a playing coach. I think that helped my playing because I could just go wherever I liked. That suited me as well. So, um, yeah, so that, that was where my coaching there. And I made a lot of mistakes in the early years coaching mm. that short. So uh, it was it was a great competition to cut your teeth in. And, um, yeah, really, I really enjoyed my, my time at Wesley Kurt. I still hang around there as much as I can. And when I started, we were a, a four-team club, four club in C grade. And now um, it's a 10 or 11 team club in A grade um, with you know, both the, the women's and the integrated teams as well so to, to be a small part of that growth has been very fulfilling how, how when you look back at that how important was it that you know you get involved and you're coaching your own team and you're, you're in coaching a club really I suppose as you say they had three or four teams at that time how, how important is that instead of like some just go to assistant roles and then it's a big step up but to get your own team and, and to have to do all aspects of it. Uh, it? I think it's a huge part. I, I think any coach who wants to coach at the highest level should at some stage do it because, like you said, you coach at your own team, but you're also coaching club. You're managing president, sponsors, supporters, uh, players in lower grades missing out all, all the way down. Uh, and you just don't get that responsibility as an assistant coach. So, uh, yeah, I'd encourage anyone uh, to, to do it at some stage in their career because not only is it fulfilling, but I think it's uh, a very rewarding part of, of you know, becoming a better coach. And then when you do get uh, a, a senior role, whether it's Waffle or wherever it is, AFL, that you've had that experience of, of managing. It's not just coaching, it's managing. And then that's that's the only way you get that experience is through experience. Uh, I, I like the word the managing, but it's also managing players because some people, you know, the more professional it gets, the easier it is to deal with players in some ways, apart from their egos. But when you're at that level, some blokes are keen to really get to that next level. Others, you know, you need to kick in the backside. Others are there just as to enjoy themselves. So that aspect of it is a learning process. Absolutely. Well, there's a lot of players when I was at Wesley Curtin. If, if they wanted to be super committed, they would they would have been playing Waffle or possibly yeah, even yeah. AFL. So you've got to manage that with the ones who are super keen with limited ability and then keep everyone on the same page and working towards uh, the same goal, which, uh, yeah, that, that's not an easy thing to do. You know, people want to take uh, European holidays in the in the middle of the of July and it's sort of you balance that out with, well, if they didn't want to do that, they'd probably play in Waffle. So it's just working through that and keeping everyone on the same page, working for the same goal and then you know, bring it together at the right time for finals. 
our training closing. Big weekend for Fremantle. You were up on uh, Friday against the Dogs. Saturday night, it's the Dockers men against Collingwood. But Curtin Uni Wesley are also on a prelim against North Beach for a spot in the grand final. So there's a fair bit hinging on this weekend. There's a lot. I actually sat next to uh, Chris Perkin. He's a legend of North Beach pretty part about the awards night the other night. So we had a bit of friendly rivalry banter about this weekend's game. So uh, a lot going on there. And uh, well, yeah, we're, we're obviously playing in Melbourne as well. So uh, we're really looking forward to getting across uh, for our game. And then we're going to support the boys the next day. And um, shows where we're at as a, as a club, I think, that... The girls who aren't selected and are injured who can't go are all paying their way uh, out of their own pocket to get across to support us and the boys. So um, it's, a, it's a no matter where we are at the moment on the ladder, there's a real fight and determination to stick together and uh, we think we can make it a, a really good weekend for the Freo Footy Club. That's a brilliant reflection on the club and, and the culture overall across the, uh, the men's and women's program. So Trent, we wish you well. Hopefully it's a, a couple of Fremantle wins and, and Curtin Uni Wesley can get through to the granny as well. Thanks for your time. No worries. Thanks, boys. Trent Cooper joining us, coach of the Fremantle Dockers for women's team and inducted into the Hall of Champions uh, for the Perth Football League at the awards night on Monday night.